Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We've been talking this morning about ISIS, and of course, that's a big thing during the holy month of Ramadan. Uh, which will come to an end on Saturday evening, thank goodness, because this is when they like to uh, commit acts of violence. But that aside, we've got a major problem that has been occurring over in the Middle East in uh, Syria, Uh, incidents involving U.S. and Russian aircraft. And Bill Zimfer, our NBC News radio reporter, joins us right now. And, Bill, this is getting kind of edgy over there right now because we – almost daily, see some kind of near contact between Russian aircraft and ours. Yeah, you're right, Jack, and and good morning. And as you know, this is a dance that has been going on between the U.S. and and Russia and the previous Soviet Union really for decades, where uh, an aircraft from either side kind of explores the border, gets close to a uh, situation, and has to be escorted away. Normally, uh, that's all that happens. But you're right, it seems that ever since the U.S. shootdown of a Syrian jet in Syria, things have really picked up here. And even before that, since June 2nd now, there have been more than 35 encounters between U.S. or NATO aircraft and Russian aircraft in the Baltic Sea area. Now, this is a little bit away from Syria, but, of course, those, uh, those jets might be coming from bases in other areas. Uh, the most recent, of course, this week, when on Monday a, a Russian flanker jet came within five feet of a U.S. reconnaissance aircraft, and there was two incidents on that same day. Five feet is like a fraction of an inch in aeronautical terms. That is really scary. And then uh, later on this week, Russia says a Polish NATO jet approached an aircraft carrying Russia's defense minister had to be uh, chased off by a Russian fighter. So uh, it is really getting a little bit edgy here. And when you scratch the surface, Jack, there's a lot going on in that part of the world. Uh, in fact, there have been uh, U.S. military training exercises in the Baltic region, including B-52 bombers and B-1 bombers, which can be intimidating just uh, looking at them. And a 1,000 U.S. and NATO troops conducted defensive drills in what's called the Sowalki Gap between Poland and Lithuania, which is right there in a Russian zone. So there has been a lot going on in the Baltic region uh, if you don't even look at the aircraft encounters. But things are beginning to get a little bit hairy. Yeah, and you mentioned what happened yesterday. I mean, is Russia trying to anger the rest of the world because the aircraft didn't is not they're not identifying themselves, they're not responding to air traffic control. It seems like they're going out of the way to pester everyone. Yeah, that that's what happened yesterday. Uh, the the NATO jet went up, was scrambled because the aircraft uh, did not identify itself, and it turned out to be a Russian craft that was carrying the foreign minister. Uh, but uh, today as well, uh, Russia is trying, I think, just to poke the animal here a little bit. Today, Russia came out with a statement saying that the downing of that Syrian jet was a flagrant violation of international law and disrespect for the U.N. charter. Um, They want a full investigation into that. So they are continuing to push the boundaries there in their support of the Assad regime in Syria. Uh, But it is expanding all over now. 
Well, that's uh, one of the difficult things is we don't, we're not quite sure whose side we're on here because we're anti-Assad originally because of the fact that he was uh, terrorizing his own people from time to time. And now all of a sudden that we do have the revolution there, you got the good guys are now ISIS, supposedly, and we're very much anti-ISIS, as are the Russians and it makes it very complex because the Russians join us in being anti-ISIS, but we're poles apart on being pro-Assad. Yeah, you need a scorecard to, to follow this one, Jack. And and how about this one? I'll throw this one at you. Uh, of course, there's a big operation underway right now to drive ISIS out of Raqqa, which is their stronghold there in Syria. And that is just about complete. The question is, what happens then? then the U.S. might be in direct conflict with Assad forces, pro-Assad forces, or even Iranian forces that are now battling in the area. You're really, you're really going to need a scorecard then. And Russia's canceled. Uh, there was planned rounds of talks with the U.S., and they've canceled that now. Uh, what happens next? I mean, we know we put sanctions on them. What happens next? Well, yeah, we did put some sanctions on them this week. And as a matter of fact, Russia is currently working on counter sanctions uh, against the United States. So while on some aspects you see, oh, hey, improved relations between the United States and Russia, really under the waters, just under the surface of the water, the United States and Russia continue to butt heads. I really think the next thing is going to be the G20 summit is coming up next month, early in July. Uh, There has been no uh, there's been no confirmation of any meeting between President Trump and President Putin there. They're said to be working on that, but I think that's going to be a key. That'll be a big thing next, the G20 summit. Well, you know, the amazing thing is we always hear about this colluding with the Russians. Uh, <laughs> the first of all, it was the uh, Hillary campaign and Hillary right. colluding with the Russians, and then it's the uh, – Trump campaign and the Trump people colluding with the Russians. And we're not doing a very damn good job of colluding if there's all of this hostility, not to mention the fact, and I brought this up the other day, we're colluding with them in space. We're working together in the International Space Station. We're using their vehicles to get up there. That's right, and and we're about to sign a new agreement with them that would extend uh, the time when we could uh, put people on their rockets to get up to the International Space Station. So you're right, Jack. We're collusion where? Yeah, in the space program, but uh, maybe we should be colluding in other areas as well. Yeah, I think we're going to have to start some serious collusion. But uh, <laughs> Bill, thanks for joining us on AM Tampa Bay this morning. You're welcome. My pleasure. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 